Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the CX Cast. This is your host, Jenny Wise. And on today's episode of the CX Cast, we will be taking a behind the scenes look into Forrester's upcoming customer experience forum to see what its theme is, why and how it matters to CX, and what are some of the topics that are going to be presented. So to help me discuss this, I am joined for the first time on the podcast by Forrester's VP Group Director of Research into B2B and B2C Marketing, Business Insights, and Customer Experience, Melissa Parrish. Hi, Melissa. Hi, happy to be here. Yeah, thanks for joining. So you are the event champion of this forum. So could you tell us what the theme of it is going to be? Yeah, the theme is something that we have been talking about for years here at Forrester. And it's this idea that customer experience and marketing as disciplines are better together. Now, whether or not that means a unified team in every company, not so sure. But as long as the expertise is paired together, we know that that leads to pretty incredible results in terms of quality experiences for customers and return on investment and money for brands, which is ultimately what everybody is trying to do. So the whole event is really structured around the idea of working together, making sure that everybody's expertise is being used in a complementary way for the benefit of everyone. And it's something we haven't really talked about in this robust way before. I mean, certainly it's three solid days of talking about nothing but how those two things can work together. So I think it's going to be pretty exciting. Great. It sounds like the message will really get out there by the end of the <laughs> Here's <days>. hoping. <laughs> so that's a really interesting theme. And for those of you listening who don't know this, I was actually originally on the B2C marketing team. That's right. Way back were. in the day. <laughs> yeah. So I know very well sort of the mind of the marketer and also of CX. And I think it's so interesting to merge the two because, of course, there's obvious overlaps, right? And thinking about the customer, how do you engage with the customer? But at times, they almost seem in conflict, right? Some CX pros may say that marketing is trying to trick their customers, right, into behaviors that they might not want to do or putting advertisements out there that aren't necessarily providing value to the customer. So I think this is a great event to try to reduce some of that friction if it exists, as well as understand the way forward to work together. Yeah, I mean, the friction definitely exists. And when you see these sorts of cartoonish characterizations, they come from somewhere. We know that. And in fact, we have seen the data that shows that as companies are trying to become more customer focused, they often make choices that push their customers away. Like literally, it's the very things that they're doing to try to bring them in that pushes them away. And I've seen this on sort of both sides of the equation, both marketing and from a CX perspective. So if you think about, for example, about 56% of brands say that they want more customer data because they want better insights to be able to offer relevant, personalized marketing. Yes. I've heard right? those words many times. <laughs> yeah. And yet 49% of customers want more anonymity. <laughs> so so 49% uh -huh. of customers are saying, 
yeah, I get what you want, brands, but what I want is for you to stop doing that. And then we've seen brands make mistakes the other way too, where sometimes the drive towards consumer empathy can overwhelm a sense of balance for the business. So if you think about some of the recent uh, news stories where, for example, a cable television network had a commercial with two women kissing, and they heard from one contingent about how they were offended. So the channel apologized and pulled the commercial. And then they heard from the other contingent about how upset they were that they pulled the commercial. So they put it back. And it was just back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And eventually the, the well, heads had to roll, right? And that's ultimately what happens in these situations when you are alienating your customers from either angle. Someone loses their jobs and nobody wants to see that happen. Mm-hmm. Great. So thinking of how not to get that to happen, <laughs> to bring these disciplines together in a more productive way. How is this going to play out at the event itself? Yeah, that is one of the things that I'm most excited about. And this is a little bit maybe inside baseball, if you will, from a Forrester perspective. But the thing is, we have some unbelievable experts at this company. Jenny, you are among them, of course. Um, (laughs) We'll be there. Your colleagues on the CX team, our colleagues on the B2C and B2B marketing teams, and Instead of setting up the event so that it's like, here's the marketing track and here's the customer experience track, we kind of jumbled everything all together. So all of the tracks are really about things that matter to both marketers and customer experience professionals. So the reason I'm so excited about this, is not just because of the theme, but because I'm getting to see the incredible work that happens when we pair up analysts who don't always work together in this way. So for example, there is a pretty exciting values-based customer track that is pairing many marketing analysts and customer experience analysts, and it's, it's producing some really incredible work. There is a track on the intersection of ad creative and experience design, which is, I think, a fascinating and very underserved topic. There is a track about measurement. And this is where we're getting CX analysts, marketing analysts, and customer insights analysts, and some folks from the IT side to talk about how to measure everything and anything in every possible way. And then, of course, we are talking about customer lifecycle and customer journeys and all those sorts of things that make a difference in any sort of business operation when it touches customers. So I think the way the collaborations are happening is somewhat unique and really, really exciting. Mm -hmm. And I can speak from my experience as well that I'm on one of those joint presentations where I'm working with Ryan Skinner, who was focusing on, you know, DTC brands and how they are improving customer acquisition, right? In our conversation, it really tapped into, well, what else are these DTC brands doing that are delivering value? Right. So they're not just tapping into the new relationship with the customer, they're tapping into a different value set of that customer. So those have been really great conversations to have. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the beauty of an event like this and bringing together Forrester experts and outside experts from so many different disciplines. We can start to see how if somebody were to say, oh, the DTC industry has nothing to do with me, actually, it totally does because they're doing something totally different in terms of acquisition than most other kinds of brands. And you just wouldn't necessarily think that. So yeah, that's going to be a really good one. Yeah. Yes, it will be. If, if, I just <laughs> if you do say so yourself. Yes. <laughs> well, great. 
And so also just thinking of the event, of course, we plan events for a really long time. And a lot has changed in the recent past, in the past couple of months here. How has that changed the event, either in terms of the content or otherwise? You know, I am, <laughs> I am, I'm ridiculously excited to see this event come together. If you had asked me this, if we were having this conversation a month ago, I would have a lot of trepidation, to be perfectly honest, because I've never done a virtual event before, at least not one that is sort of broadcast live. And, you know, we have the benefit of having just completed the Serious Decisions Summit. And wow, as an attendee to that, I feel so much more confident about how rich an experience you can have in a virtual environment. And then, you know, I start to say that and then I feel kind of silly because like I've spent my entire career in virtual environments. You'd think I would know that we would be able to do something still incredibly engaging. But largely what will be different is that the way the speeches, the presentations go, there's something about you know, in a live setting, the slides are really big, but very often attention is squarely on the speaker, right? Because it's a, it's a live event, you want to listen to the person who's talking. And in a virtual environment, I think people are going to find that they are able to pay attention to the content in both forms of delivery at the same time in a way that it doesn't typically happen on stage. And that means that the ideas stick a little bit better. And one of the reasons we think that might be the case is that the chat lounges, so in order to take Q&A after a speech instead of doing it live, we are moving to chat lounges. The conversations in many of those chat lounges is extremely rich. And I think it's because it's much easier to remember what the speaker has been talking about because you, you will be able to listen and see them at the same time as really being able to see the important things in the content on the slides. So that I think is a major change. But other than that, we're still going to have amazing external speakers. We've still got all of our experts. But you know, I don't have to choose my shoes carefully. And neither does anybody else. So that's a plus. <laughs> yes, it makes the planning much easier. Much easier. Although everyone is going to have to figure out their home office situation for, for this live event here. But I think that's great. And I also love the concept of these chat lounges, because, you know, one of the things I was thinking about when it shifted to virtual is you lose that interaction and you yeah. lose that energy and that engagement with people when they are there in the room. But the chat lounge creates this sort of alternative, which can be just as engaging, because as you mentioned, you can be asking Q&A in real time. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. And the way these platforms work, like the, the platform that we're using, it doesn't feel like you know, you're on a BBS from 1988. It doesn't feel like that at all. <laughs> it's a very welcoming kind of environment. So it's a new world for everybody, but I think we're learning a lot about how effective it can be. Great. So this sounds great that there are all of these presentations. <laughs> I thought there are going to be many to cover the wealth of topics. How do attendees follow along or is there a structure to the content that they should be aware of or plan to follow? Definitely. So the tracks that I already talked about, you will be able to, in the platform, choose which sessions you want to go to. So sort of logistically, that is how you can do it as soon as you've registered for the event. 
But conceptually, we've created a keynote program that mirrors the most important concept of the event about, you know, this idea of coming together. So we will kick off with some information about continuing on this theme of how things can go awry when you try really hard to bring customers closer and you end up pushing them away. Then we're going to talk about the intersection of customer experience and brand experience. We're going to talk about the evolution of the customer. So, okay, we know that we're accidentally pushing customers away. We know that there's an intersection between CX and BX. And now we're going to learn about how consumers have evolved over the past couple of years. Then we'll take a turn on the main stage and Harley Manning, who I'm sure everybody listening to this podcast knows by now, Harley will talk about how to demonstrate the ROI of customer experience programs. His session is playfully called Get Funding or Get Fired. I love it. And then Joanna O'Connell is going to talk about the evolution of advertising and how advertising has become a true part of the customer experience and marketers really cannot ignore that. And then finally, Rick is going to wrap up the whole event with talking about how once you have identified the need for this virtuous circle between marketing and CX, how you operationalize that and make that real. So we have sort of structured the whole main stage program to go soup to nuts, why this matters and how to do it. That is great. And all of those topics are so important and are even important really right now. Because I know I'm having a lot of conversations with, you know, Forrester clients and people at their companies who are saying, how do we prove our value? How do we keep things going? How do we plan to track the evolution of our customer, you know, in a different way? In this sense, we mean emotionally right now to make sure that we can keep them engaged and keep them loyal and keep them around. And so I think that all of these things have always been really important, right? And especially now are really, really helpful for companies to tap into. It's so true. And I think one of the challenges that many companies are experiencing is that they had to try some things and fail to figure out what their customers really needed from them. This is such an unprecedented time in really everybody's, everybody's life, certainly, but in the existence of most companies that there really was no playbook. You know, you, mm -hmm. you might have a playbook for smaller kinds of crises that can hit your business, but a global pandemic is not something that people would have been fully prepared for until now. I'm sure they will be now. But what it meant was that there were a lot of brands that immediately went, okay, um, I'm going to slash prices and I'm going to email everybody and let them know that I slash prices. Well, Okay, but if it's not a product that people need right now, they're still not going to spend money on it when they're worried about no longer having a job. So then those brands realized, wait a second, we can retool our factories and make masks, or we can stop producing perfume and start producing hand sanitizer. And so I think there have been some missteps, but not because people were callous to the situation, just because they're, everybody's learning on the fly. So I think the absolute necessity of knowing your customers' preferences, even if it means that they don't want you to know them, and then knowing what to do with those preferences will become, I can't imagine it won't be priority number one once things start to return to something approaching normal. 
Right. Totally. And it just amplifies that, you know, advertising, you know, you really have to think about what are you saying? What is your message? You have to tap into what is the value of that customer at this time? So I think this connection between brand marketing and CX is really, really important now. Definitely. I mean, even when you consider the <laughs> emotional side of yeah. customer experience and that element in CX measurement, and then the importance of emotion and context in advertising, you, I mean, this is, right. everybody knows the example of the hard seltzer by the beer brand Corona that had a commercial, a campaign ready to launch that said, coming ashore soon, right? And it was like, Corona coming ashore soon. And it, it like, oops. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's an ill-timed campaign. And they pulled it to their credit, but that's the kind yeah. of thing, you know, like that was contextually relevant in a way they had never intended. Yes. Yeah. That's so funny. I had not heard that one before. So oh, really? Oh, gosh. <laughs> thank you oh, for right. raising that. No, <laughs> Well, Melissa, thank you so much for providing that overview of the event. I know I'm really excited to see all of these topics, see if brand and CX really can come together, if we can convince people that they should, and also see how this live virtual event experience goes. Really looking forward to that. So thank you. Thank you. And listeners, if you're interested in learning more about the event, we will include some links to the event page as well as some blogs on some of the topics that will be covered in the show notes. Thanks for listening and talk to you next week.